Take your team to new heights with training you can trust from CBTC. Unlock your team's potential with affordable seminars and customized training in topics like leadership, safety, manufacturing, transportation, and technology. CBTC is more than a provider. We are your partner for talent upskilling, licensure renewal, recertification, and much more. Discover the impacts that come with our training, from heightened productivity to enhanced teamwork and a commitment to a safer workplace. Visit cbtc.edu slash workforce solutions to get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast, the podcast that gets my perspectives on sports. I'm Derek. My dad, Scott, is with us today. How are you doing? Uh, Doing good, Derek. Well, today we've got an NHL-packed episode. It's a very interesting time for me to pick an NHL episode with the weather that is currently in Wisconsin. Down in Milwaukee, they're having some very high temperature. Right where we are, it's sunny and bright at the time of this recording. It's only going to heat up during the weekend. But hockey's still going on, and we start to wind down that season with 20 games to go in the NHL. Yeah, that is correct. We're down to the stretch drive of the NHL season. We're getting that playoff weather a few weeks early. Yeah, it's a great time to get the weather because teams are starting to go into playoff mode. Some teams, a loss ends their chances. A win keeps them alive in the playoff hope. Well, to start it off, let's start off with some te- a team having a very good run of it as of late. The Nashville Predators. They have won their last seven straight games. At this time of the year, that is a very, very good time to go on a win streak. Getting seven games right now, locking, moving up is always a good time, but right now it feels like it means a lot more. Well, yeah, Nashville's won seven games in a row. They've moved themselves seven points clear of a playoff spot. That's important as you hit the last couple of weeks, uh, last few weeks of the of the season. So that's a good time for them to go on that run there because uh, – yeah, a seven-point difference, uh, seven points clear of a playoff spot doesn't mean you're safe by any stretch with a month to go in the season, but you've got a you've got a cushion. Yeah, it's with the seven-point lead over Calgary and a few other teams on sixty-three points. That's always a good margin to have, no matter what time of year. But with twenty games left to go, anything can still happen. So, on the opposite end of having a very hot run of it is the Arizona Coyotes. This has just been a rough year for them, if I'm being totally honest. They have now lost 14 straight games. That is never something you want to happen. If you're Arizona, you might just want to completely reset at this point. And that's amazing, too. It's not as though they've been a cellar dweller all year, but to say 14 straight games. And they were a team that was in, not necessarily the playoff discussion, but they were on the periphery of the playoff discussion as of just a month ago. But 14 straight losses, they've plummeted, and now they're sort of in a, in a no-man's land. They're not in a playoff position. They're not at the bottom of the Western Conference or the National Hockey League in general, uh, a rather tough period for Arizona. The hope is for Arizona, you've got a month left in the season. That's a situation you want to make sure you're able to to flush 
the taste out of your mouth before the season comes to an end because you're not going to likely get a, a great percentage in the draft lottery and you want to make sure you don't end the year with a terrible culture in that locker room. Yeah, this is when you start to go just completely relax. Sure, the 14 losses is never ideal, but that's all right. A month left to go in the season. Just reset and go for some wins. Well, we are getting to the stretch of the season where we can start to really focus in on the playoff picture, where teams are sitting in that regard. So if we are looking in the Eastern Conference, we've got a bit of a surprise. Florida has now overtaken the Boston Bruins in the Atlantic Division. Sure, they're on the same points at 84 apiece, but Florida coming up and overtaking the Boston Bruins, who they had a good start to the year, but it was Florida's goaltending that has been able to keep them up with games. Their goal is with both of them under a 2.4 goals against average, which is very, very good, including, uh, well, mainly their backup goalie leading the league with a 2.02 goals against average. And, of course, Sergei Bobrovsky, the veteran, has had an outstanding year for them overall. So when you've got Bobrovsky and you've got the backup playing well, that uh, <laughs> that's going to bode well for you. And not to mention, they've got Sam Reinhardt, who has been able to put the puck in the back of the net with 41 goals this season. Florida looking like they've got some firepower in that team. Yeah, Reinhardt second in the league in goal scoring. Yep, so they'll be looking to well continue this run, not look back for the remainder of the year. And if they just continue the play that they've been having, Obviously, net mining hasn't been a problem. Scoring goals hasn't been an issue. It's just keeping it all together and going all the way through. Well, another team that's been, well, having a good go of it this year is the Vancouver Canucks. They're having arguably a bit of an unexpected very good season. 83 points. It's been players like Quinn Hughes helping them out with a total of 58 assists. He's been he's not the guy scoring the goals from the defensive spot. He's the guy helping the play set up. And you need a guy that's going to be willing to set plays up and set up his teammates. If you don't have that player, you kind of start to create that selfish outlook from your team. So having Quinn Hughes is just very, very helpful to that team. Your thoughts on Vancouver? Yeah, Vancouver having a good season right now after a few years in which they were trying, well, they were sort of spinning their tires. Uh, Quinn Hughes, a lot of uh, high expectations for him going over to the Vancouver Canucks at that defenseman position. Uh, Vancouver, definitely a force in the Western Conference. Boy, it's been about 10 years since they made a, a deep run in the playoffs, but uh, they may be now starting to enter into a uh, a window being opened to be competitive and try to knock off some of the teams that have been the consistent winners in the Western Conference, like Vegas, like Colorado, who are still very much there. Yeah, but once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. But this is regular season, and they'll look to keep up their Western Conference run. 
take one look thing here at uh, at Vancouver. I want to take a look at something with uh, with Vancouver. Oh, where are they here? Where are they? There we go. Uh, they're a plus 47 goal differential, which is by far the best in the Pacific Division. And I, I do love that uh, that goal differential. Now, they've been stumbling a bit as of late, but with a month or with about a month and a half to go until the playoffs, plenty of time for Vancouver to make sure they hit the, the tape at the end of the regular season and go into the playoffs feeling good. Yep, sitting 10 points ahead of Vegas is a very good spot to be with a month to go. And one thing we'll say is you do want to play well at the end of the regular season. We saw, and you have to have some momentum going into the playoffs. That's what helped, uh, for instance, last year, Florida in the postseason, as opposed to, say, Boston, which had secured everything months in advance and seemed as though... They didn't sleepwalk their way into the playoffs, but they didn't have any juice going into the playoffs. And it's not necessarily the problem of coasting into the playoffs as it is if you're taking on a team that's going into the playoffs having sprinted in, having played very meaningful games for weeks on end, and having already been in that sort of there is no safety net mentality. They've already been there, whereas the teams that have coasted into the playoffs out of circumstance have to flip that switch. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. Teams in the one seed, they're kind of going in there if they've secured it. They're kind of going in, they're going to look ready. But those teams coming in with the meaningful games down the stretch are going to be ready. They're ready, fight or flight mode. So you have to figure out a way if you are one of those teams that is locked into the playoffs you feel secure and and by the last two weeks of the regular season are pretty much know where you're going to be you have to figure out a way to keep that fight or flight mentality going you, you have to figure out a way to keep that adrenaline up I think we've seen that play out in the National Hockey League playoffs for really the better part of the last 20 years where there's been lots of upsets. You don't want to be you, you can't make your regular season success end up being something that ultimately hurts you in the long run. Yeah, that's a very bad Sure you'll have a very good run here early, but if it hurts you in the long run, it's not the greatest thing. It sure, sure it might be good for a little while, but once you get to the part when it hurts, that's when it starts to become a problem. Well, there's another team that has had a bit of a season that's kind of flown a bit under the radar. It's been the New York Rangers. Granted, they're having a very good season out in the Metro. They're on 83 points. They're being led by Atemi Panarin with 35 goals and 47 assists this year. Kind of mixing it up, keeping both the goal tally and the assist tally up. Obviously, goaltending hasn't been much of a problem with Igor Shesterkin in net. And let's remember the Rangers, just before the All-Star break, had stumbled a bit, then went on that run, though, after the All-Star break where they won nine games in a row. And that's what's got to really excite Ranger fans is that they, they, they faced adversity and they came out of that adversity. So it's not as though they don't have some scars, some calluses 
to this season. And you said it right. They've got very good goaltending. Sisirskin had those struggles midway through the year. He has rectified it. And you've got a very capable backup in Jonathan Quick, who a decade ago was starring for the Los Angeles Kings, and he's got playoff success in his back pocket. The Rangers are going to be a force, and of course they're right there with Florida and Boston for the best record overall. Yeah, but that's the thing with those losing streaks going into the All-Star break. It's either you come out of it and you're going to continue to stumble, or you come out of it ready to play like it's a brand new season and you win some games. That's how. That's the different ways to come out of that all-star break, either when you're stumbling out of control. Well, if we just take a quick look over the wild card positionings, we've got in the Eastern Conference, we've got Detroit and Tampa Bay holding down the two positions in the East. Obviously, Tampa Bay having another one of those seasons with the leading points man in Nikita Kucherov with 104, as we've got two players that have reached the Centurion mark. Well, my thing is, you look at the Eastern Conference, and the same with the West, Detroit and Tampa are well clear of New Jersey, the Islanders, Washington, even Pittsburgh. Do you see anybody making a run to make the wild card race interesting. You look, Tampa's been a 500 team for the last few weeks. They've been stumbling. Uh, they had a game get away from them against Philadelphia recently. They gave up a point to Buffalo this week in an overtime loss, but nobody behind them has taken advantage either. New Jersey, the Islanders, the Capitals, all playing just 500 hockey. Yeah, it's going to come down to if someone's going to break out of that 500 hockey, like we've said. And I don't see it because the Devils, the Islanders, all those, they're, they're all a sub-zero goal differential. Only Pittsburgh's got a, a plus in the goal differential, and even Pittsburgh just is not the Pittsburgh of, uh, of years ago. We may be set with who the playoff teams are going to be unless somebody goes on a struggle. What we've seen is Detroit got hot. That was the, the outlier here, Detroit getting very, very hot. And boy, it's been a long time since Detroit was in the playoffs after about two straight decades where they were always in. Yeah, that's going to be a huge thing for them. And we'll see if they continue to keep that spot or if they are the ones to stumble out of control down the stretch. Well, that about sums up what is going on in the NHL on behalf of everybody that made this podcast possible. I'm Derek Montesano saying that'll do it for this edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast.